Boom! What's going on, everyone? I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Steel, founder of Advantage Diecast, welcoming you to the warehouse on another episode of Toy Talk. Never as popular as Ford's C Series tilt cab, its main competitor, GMC's L Series steel tilt cab, managed to stay in production from 1960 to 1981. Over the 21 year production run, only some minor cosmetic changes occurred. As the GMC brochure says, GMC's 72 inch tilt has virtues all on its own. Its cab tilts for easy general maintenance and less downtime. The cab's tilting mechanism is positive and tamper proof. It's an easy one-man operation with the torsion bar counterbalancing. Drivers like the extra comfort and handling ease, and on the road, visibility is unsurpassed. Quality runs deep in the GMC 72-incher tilt. Here are some of the advanced design features that you'll appreciate. Dual or single plate clutches with hydraulic action and large facing areas power matched engines and transmissions, wide track axles to maintain stability, and vary rate springs that automatically adjust to road and load conditions. There's no need to let heavy city traffic or cramped delivery areas put a crimp in your hauling schedule. Specify a GMC 72 inch tilt, the all around town workhorse designed with a setback front axle for easy maneuvering and improved weight distribution. Light load or heavy, there's a 72-incher that can handle it with ease. Three series are available with single rear axles and one with tandem axles. Engine choices include V6 or V8 gasoline engines, plus two big diesel power plants for operators who want extra economy on over-the-road hauls. GMC 72-inch tilts can handle whatever you haul, wherever you haul it. This is the 1964 GMC steel tilt cab that they made. And this is the larger model. This is like the 7080 series. The big one higher up that sits over top of the big V8 engine instead of the smaller gas engines. It's a resin cab sitting on a die cast frame, and it comes in a hardboard sleeve wrapped around a display box with a clear plastic lid and a pla black plastic base. It also has the mirror in the back. However, this isn't quite the standard Neo. It's a little bit smaller box than most of the trucks come in. But then again, this is a smaller truck than most of them come in, even though it is in 164 scale. Now... You can see it says 164 scale and it's Neo 64080. That's its item number. And I believe this is the last one that they've released of this particular cab. And we'll go on and get him out of the sleeve so you can see what he looks like. There you can see that uh, hardboard sleeves gone and you can see that nice clear display case lid which will keep the dust right off it. Now, a word of caution, this display lid doesn't snap in. It actually has uh, some tape on it, 
which I've gone on and removed so we can take it out and show it off. Which, quite frankly, that's the way I like to see models. Out of the package. And you can see it's just screwed on with two Phillips head screws just like the rest of their trucks. And I'm going to go on and take it off that base so you can see it. But make sure when you do, you hold it thumb underneath and forefinger right there on the frame because it is a die cast frame instead of a resin frame, so it has plenty of strength to the frame. Yeah. Get the right screwdriver, and we can get him right off of this frame. Real easily, easy to do. This method of packaging is pretty nice because it lets us see the model and it protects it very well. However, sometimes it can be frustrating trying to get these screws out when they don't want to cooperate like this one doesn't. Sometimes what you got to do is pull the cab down just a little bit that way. Now let's go on and pick this guy up so we can talk about him. These were great trucks back in the day. They were all over the road. It's a shame that GMC got out of the Class 8, the heavy-duty trucks, because they were kind of king of the road back in the day, but oh well. Anyway, this one is for KSE Transport Company of Nashville, Tennessee. It rides on five-hole uh, bud-style rear wheels that are painted white and six-hole front bud bud style wheels not sure why they did the mix but that's the way they did it i'm and honestly i've never seen a five hole for the front so i'm just assuming that's just they never made the other set of wheels you can see the fuel tank here it's painted blue and it's got the uh step right here up onto that battery box you can get up onto the frame easily it is a setback axle design it's kind of funny we think about the international uh, 9800, 9600s. They were setback axles. Freightliner did. That was a novel new idea. Here we go back in the 60s. Setback axle. Push the cab forward just like the those trucks. And this has kind of got a Euro styling to it, but it's not. It's an American. You can see this extra piece that's put in there and underneath because all he did was take the cab for the 40, 50, 60 series. And set it up a little higher on the frame so they could put a taller motor under it. And then they filled in the gaps. It's got the mirror there. Turn signal there. It's got a tampo right up there. And it's got the vacuum-formed super clear windows that are trim-ringed in black. Also, you can see the vent for the sleeper. It's got the GMC uh, model number there. And it has uh, US DOT and other numbers on it. This is a sleeper model, and that is the sleeper there. Turning them around to the front, you can see the GMC right there, big front and center in the grill. The little turn marker lights that are right there, and you can see individual jewel style headlights, single big rounds. And then this bumper, well, it's pretty cool. It has the uh, uh, white paint, white and black with the striping, the zebra striping for safety to make this truck kind of stand out and it has a Tennessee license plate mounted right there on the frame 
You can see a truck number here, and you can see a white chevron pattern to go with the two-tone paint scheme. White up top, blue down on the bottom. Photo-etched windshield wipers, be careful with those, they're easy to flick off. The seats and the dashboard are black on this one, but the steering wheel is white, making it a really nice paint job. Coming around to the passenger side, well, what do you know? Looks pretty much like the driver's side. Same fancy details, the steps here, only there's no battery box, so they, the fuel tank is mounted a little closer to the cab that way. It's painted in blue. Then you can see the door handle, mirrors, turn signal, uh, the GMC logo, and the DOT numbers. Also the same white painted wheels. Turn them around to the back. There's that Tennessee license plate again right in the frame. And this one has individual jewel style brake lights and they're in red. Turn him up just a little bit so we can see the fifth wheel. And there it is. It should pivot. There we go. It pivots. And it has the kingpin hole diameter set up for DCP first gear or the Neo trailers, of course. Oh, turned up higher. You can see the fuel caps are painted in silver. You can see the dual mufflers and they did the same thing that they've done on many of them to put the uh, grill detail on they just put a uh, decal around which is pretty cool it's time efficient and everything else there's a modest amount of back engine detail showing that it was a v8 engine and then you can see the airlines electric lines going from the cab into the back of the engine which is kind of goofy but that's what they did now, you can also see it has the back window there, which is another vacuum-formed part. Now, we'll turn him up underneath. And here it says, Neo Scale Models, made in China, 164 GMC Steel Tilt Cab, 1964. It has a spring front suspension, nice axle with tie rod. And then it has a tandem rear axles with differentials. Drive shafts connecting up to the transmission, and you can see the rear suspension. And to get that set forward look, you can see they just literally mounted the cab that much further forward. Pretty cool, huh? They just mounted the cab further forward on the frame. Now let's go on and tip him up to the top since I haven't shown off that. You can see the uh, tailpipes are actually hollow with the 45 miters on them. It's got the dual air horns on the passenger side where they have the big and the small one in one little unit. Pretty common on smaller trucks. And then it's got very nice rib detail in the roof. And you can see the individual bullet style roof clearance lights that are silver and painted amber. They did a really nice job making a truck that was a backbone of the highway and totally forgotten today. Now this truck probably hauled freight trailers and I want to show you guys what it looks like with a trailer so you can get a good idea of what it's like. Or you could go on and just set this thing up on your uh, layout with the uh, vintage truck show. It would be really, really nice. But anyway, what I've got for you is a 40-foot vintage trailer. Granted, this is a 70s trailer and the tractor is from the 60s, but that's all right. Doesn't that look pretty nice sitting there? That's the 64 GMC steel tilt cab with a sleeper and a 40-foot DCP trailer.
That looks really sharp. That'd been a very common combination out on the highways back in the day. How many of you have one of these 164 scale trucks in your collection? Are you afraid of resin toys? Is it the reputation that one manufacturer gave resin toys as to why you're afraid of them? Honestly, I'd like to know, so drop them in the comments below. I've also got a report on resin versus die cast, and it'll tell you why we shouldn't be a re I've also got a report on resin versus die cast, and it'll tell you why we shouldn't be afraid of resin models, and actually we need to embrace them and put them into our collections instead. That way we can keep this hobby alive. Go on and grab your copy at the link in the description below and shop for Neo Scale Models 64 Scale Trucks on my website at farmtoysandmore.com. Thanks for watching. Drop a comment below on what you liked or what you didn't like about the video. And I just know that you've got some friends out there that would enjoy this video, so go on and give it a share with the share button. Please be sure to hit the thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoyed this video and make sure you tap the subscribe button and join my YouTube family. I really appreciate each and every member of my YouTube family. I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Steel, and I'll be back in the warehouse soon for another episode of Toy Talk.